watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to a tangent cast. Oh, there's no place like Tara. Oh, first watch, rewatch, in this case, this week, a no watch. On uh, sometimes uh, tangents. We literally did not discuss how we were introing this, did this we? Is, this, uh, this is on brand. <laughs> this is on brand for us. Welcome to There's No Place Like Tara, <laughs> a usually Stargate first watch rewatch podcast. Yes, I am Nicole. I almost said I'm Nixie. <laughs> that's the I am Nixie. And I'm Grace. And today, we are bringing you a tangent cast, ladies and gentlemen. Um, there has been a lot of CR talk in our lives and... From the beginning of this podcast. From forever. And <laughs> instead of making people who may not want to slog for an hour before yeah. we start an actual episode... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This week, we're going to bring you guys a little tangent, because if you are also a CR fan and are a live watcher, you know that there's been a lot of things we happening in the last couple of weeks. We should spy the... <laughs> CR is critical role, guys. Oh, yeah. This is a critical role tangent <laughs> this cast. This is a critical role tangent cast, because... Life sometimes happens, and I didn't get... We couldn't get notes completely done because of life this week. Um, and instead of bringing you a shitty half-assed podcast... Or a non-podcast. Or a non-podcast. We thought we'd bring you something that we enjoy, and we know some of you guys enjoy. Yes. And uh, a chance for us to to Just let it all out so that we don't spend a half hour of every yeah. usual episode just talking about talking this. about the critical roles and uh, so uh before we go any further here be spoilers oh yeah we are discussing all spoilers for the end of the second campaign of the mighty nine we're also honestly probably going to have no issue spoiling end of vox machina we're gonna also bring up our own theories for uh the newest reveal which yes. i won't even say what it is in case someone doesn't know. Well, the show, I mean, the show will be starting a couple days after, after this. this yeah. So, so for EXU. talking about EDX, e, I keep going EDXU. Yeah, EXU. <laughs> EXU. Alexandria Unlimited. Um, and we're going to leave because I realize there may be some people who haven't seen um, Vox Machina vs. Mighty Nine. The Battle Royale. So yeah. we're going to leave that for the end. So if you haven't seen that, those will be the the last part that you can Kaylee, you past. cannot lay on the cords to the computer. Kaylee I love you. Kaylee wants to lay on the cords. That's probably not safe. But it's warm. Yes, well, but she's so furry. <laughs> and static electricity and things. I don't know. I just imagine it's not safe for her. I more imagine just something's going to come unplugged. Well, that, that too. And that is dangerous for the podcast. Yeah, that is not something we want. Uh, but yeah, so we will give you a heads up once we get into the Battle Royale because yeah. we've got words. I've got thoughts. And words and opinions. And, yeah. Yeah. And feelings and reactions. Uh -huh. So, uh, here we go. End of the Mighty Nine. Guys, I can't. So, um, I started CR late. I was not a first of, of the people watching. And I was but, later than you. Yeah. But I did get to watch M9 from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, this feels weird. It's like our entire um, critical rule sort of started right when 
my life in Florida started and yeah. my life with Jesse started. Yeah. And a little bit like our podcast started when my school started yeah. and when you and I started. So things coming to an end feel like there's all these shifts in the wind yeah. and this shifts in our lives. And it's like, well, what are we going to do now? Like uh-huh. life is changing. And now I understand like why um, network TV shows had this feeling on people. Yeah. Uh, because I think we're just a little bit young for a lot of those big series finales things like yeah. like like i know mash was huge mm-hmm. and shows like that mm-hmm. um but i think i sort of get it now well and to bring this back to stargate for half a second yeah well i still had a little bit like a year you know right stargate ended <gasps> that's right as i was ending college yeah and it carried over into my first job my first job was i don't want to say a throwaway job i learned some really important life lessons but but it was not my, you knew it wasn't what you were my staying career in. started yeah as right after stargate ended wow you know and so it was sort of that weird for for those people who I will say for those people who go to college at the quote unquote traditional college sure. age, and I even went a little bit early just because of birthday timing. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a little bit of post college time that I think is still wrapped up in the college experience. Yeah. Um, and so Stargate ended as that was ending for me. Yeah. So I get that whole like end of an era feel. Yeah. It's, uh, well, and, and I think bringing, Bringing this right as the pandemic's doing whatever its yeah. wraparound is yeah. doing and you know, vaccines are happening and there's mm-hmm. a sense of hope and it just feels like everything's connected. Yeah. It feels like the world it's the is... <laughs> I was going to go into the speech. I don't actually know it, so it would have been terrible. <laughs> But the speech that Maz Katana makes, oh, yeah. yes. where it's like the everything yeah. is connected to yeah. the things and the, the force is on everything. The force is the force that forces yeah. the world. Uh, the force. The force, force is a force, of course. Of, of course. course. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she says, um, right? Yes. She says the force is the force, of course, of course. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, see, and I got... You know, I came into Critical Role later. Um, right. I was someone who I had heard about Critical Role in campaign one. Yes. Um, but I knew that actually, I don't remember when I first heard about it, but I knew it was a large thing. And yeah. There's a huge backlog. And because I know me as a person, I went as soon as I get into this, I'm going to get into this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, guess what happened, guys? When I finally got into Critical Role. She went hard. And I didn't start with campaign two. Campaign two has already started, but I didn't want to jump in in the middle. Right. And I didn't want to just start with campaign two and catch up sooner. Yeah. I just went hardcore starting with campaign one. Yeah. And binged it. I caught up with a campaign and a half in like four months, which is not healthy. Yeah. So I'm I'm navigating a Kaylee who's... (laughs) determined to sit on cords yeah i i was watching full credit to to husband domestic partner boyfriend jesse at the time who's like watch this you'll like it yeah and it was a lot of like here's a scanlon bit Mm -hmm. here's another scanlon bit Mm -hmm. come watch this thing and i'm like this is okay these people are funny oh look that's ashley johnson i know her yeah oh look these are people oh these are all voice actors for video games 
Oh, cool. Oh, look, it's more Ashley Johnson. Sometimes there's no <laughs> Ashley Johnson. How come there's, there's no Ashley Johnson sometimes? Yeah. Also, this guy's funny. <laughs> also, and, and a lot of, uh, really, Scanlan. It was a lot of oh, Scanlan that got me here. Is fin- my favorite is that I watched or listened to uh-huh. because someone recommended it. I believe it was Brother Matt. I'm going to throw him under the bus. Yeah. Um, search for Grog. Oh, the problem yeah. is I hadn't watched any of Vox yeah, Machina. Yeah. So I went to not even watching, listening to the podcast version in the car, the search for Grog, yeah. knowing at all who any of the characters were. Yeah. At all the jokes about, you know, again, we already said spoilers, but the... I know Vax was dead before I started campaign oh, one. Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. Come, come here, Kaylee. Oh my gosh, Kaylee. We're just going to do this. We're just going to pull the Kaylee off of the cords, and this is all live on lights. Here. No, Hold it's fine. So here's the thing, guys. We're recording in a slightly different location, so Kaylee... I know. No, no, she's fine. <laughs> I know, I know. That sounds terrible. That but... did sound terrible. That was not a pain yell or anything. <laughs> she, she just does not like being touched. Okay. But yeah. Scanlan, for me, was sort of like, well, this is fun. Let's watch this. Yeah. And then Jesse's like, well, they're on the second campaign. I was like, okay, I'll watch that too. Um, and I sort of, I, he goes, start with the Briarwood arc. Yeah. And I have to tell you if that I never went back to the original episode. I started from the very beginning. I, I will tell you that one of the reasons it took me a while to get into it was... I was like, I can't handle this shitty audio, which yeah. of all people to consi- to talk 100%. shit about crap audio. Uh, it was like, I can't handle the production. This is hard. This is hard to listen to. And then I I started right at the Briarwood arc and mm-hmm. things were way better. Yeah. Um, that is definitely something because I, we've discussed before, mm-hmm. I love the Mighty Nine, but Vox Machina is still my heart. Oh. I, I, Vox Machina, there's something about that group yeah. that is still my favorite. I mean, um, this, so it was... I did start there, but I was also watching M9. Yeah. And the Mighty Nine is yeah. my guys. 100%. Yeah. Which, again, I f- for anyone, I think that makes sense for yeah. anyone who's listened to us do this podcast yeah. for long enough. I feel like that 100% makes sense that my favorite would be Vox Machina and your favorite would be Mighty Nine. I think so, too. Especially, be, it comes to no surprise that Jester and Veth. Yeah. Are the the, the women yes. that I <laughs> choose to feel that I am most like in yes. any of these campaigns? Um, and I, for everything and, and anything, you know, Vax the Dark Lord of All. Oh yeah, will always be my favorite. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Just yeah. You know. The god, yeah, the the high, and they're both high fantasy campaigns, but yes. somehow Vox Machina is like, it's it's like. Meat and potatoes, dragons, yes. high elves, exactly. gods. Saving the whole world. Yeah. We are the mighty heroes with the whole, just. Ep- yeah. Well, okay. Tied for my favorite is Pike. Fair. Which we, the only reason Fair. she's not number one is because we didn't get her the full campaign. Yeah, that's true. If we got a full campaign with the Pike, then there would be no competition. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I mentioned Pike is a huge influence for my current D&D character. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. The 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 little gnome with the big uh-huh. friend. Yeah, the little gnome with the big friend, big heart, and will completely say whatever. It doesn't matter what her charisma is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say words now. Um, um, but yeah, so the end of the 99. 
We knew it was. We knew the end was coming for for a bit. Yeah, we we kept thinking this will be the one. This will yeah. be the one. This will be the one. Little did we know that you know the people at Critical Role had our backs, and they're like, "Hey, yeah. we'll let you know." Exactly. Also, it's coming. Yeah. Also, it's seven and a half it's hours. Seven Holy and a half crap! Hours. Now I will say, um, domestic partner, husband, boyfriend, Jesse, and I did watch. The first half the night before. Mm-hmm. And then I think you you waited for the next day. We but by the time early. we got to it, yeah. we were all sort of caught up at the same time. Because mm-hmm. I knew, like, I just know. I don't care if you call it old or whatever. I can't stay up late anymore. Yeah. But you need me to get up at 3.30 to watch Critical Role, I will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that I can do. <laughs> no, we made the effort. It hurt, but we made the effort. Yeah. Um. And the whole lead up to this, uh, I, I don't even know where to start. It's like this world, this Aeor. I there. I am. I if you wrote a book on Aeor, yeah, I would read that. 100%. It feels like a weird steampunk land. It feels like something out of Bioshock to me. I would love to just have like a small campaign. Give me an Eldritch Horror, yeah, campaign, yeah. Set I want to go to explore Aeor. Yeah. There is shit there that they did not get to go investigate, and I want to investigate all of it. Yeah. Every single thing about it, I felt like, oh, it's like we're playing Bioshock. Yeah. It's Bioshock. It's yeah. 100% Bioshock. Yep. Got it. We're here. <laughs> I was so interested in that. Yeah. Um, and uh, a friend of the pod, Brother Matt, super hyped about the robots. Oh, well, and what's even better is... Um, you know, for those who watched the post-campaign wrap-up, yeah. it was basically confirmed about the Aormatons. And in our Avernus campaign, house campaign that I DM'd, mm-hmm. you know, Matt really wanted to play a, a Warforged. Warforged. And he he, did, he didn't want to be from there, and he was trying to come up with a story. And so he basically created a backstory that he was from Exandria. Plane shifter. Plane shifter actually worked with the um, the take. Yeah. In in Vasselheim. Uh, uh, yeah. Thank you. Remember that. Um, and, and but he he kind of was like just don't look behind the mask of like how he was in Exandria. And yeah. So when it was basically confirmed about Warforge in Exandria, Matt was like, "He just is canon." <laughs> so yeah. So in our canon, these Warforge trickled back into the yeah. land of Exandria and just huh? kind of you know. Amongst the people. And we're, they, they did. We did it. It's done, guys. We <laughs> so wrote a campaign. So um, but so uh, it's hard to know where to start. This, this idea, this world alone is so interesting and so intricate. Yeah. And I marvel. I love the way Matt Mercer does this stuff. Um, I, I, I talk to, to, to husband Jesse about this all the time. Cause another fellow world builder. Yeah. Um, and I say this because, look, I'm going to take a minute and I know that I'm biased. <laughs> DMs are all amazing. D- you know, no. the, the job is work. Yeah. It is hard enough work when you have a story that's written for you. Oh, yeah. The, it, it's work, but it is like 80,000 times easier when you're going by a pre-published book. So, husband Jesse, like Matt Mercer, creates worlds. Mm-hmm. For us to go into and yeah. factions and peoples and worlds and and uh, and so you know not that all of us don't love it but in my heart I'm just like 
God, yeah. this what these people do is just <laughs> fucking amazing. Magic. It is magic, a hundred percent magic. Yeah. And so watching Mercer put this world together, let alone these people, I know. and this like, uh, this this just all these things with each other. Um. Anyway. Uh, it's a lot. We haven't even gotten to Molly. No. Well, we'll get to Molly in a second. I will say, however, when they actually got to Cognosa, yeah. I am now triggered by the word flesh. I'm yeah. Just, I am now triggered by the word I'm flesh. telling you, I'm so into this world. <laughs> oh, I love it. These are the I things that, yeah. However, I cannot hear the word flesh anymore and not yeah. Cognosa. Yeah. The creep factor of this campaign oh, made me love The vision that the auditory visual that he painted where he's like as they walk like the, yeah, the their squish foot and the ground reach up to meet each other <laughs> yes he does like the idea of very large human like things that you're on <laughs> Uh, because in campaign one there was the giant uh, what was it the Therma, the titan or Therma something something um, blah blahs anyway um, there's gonna be no smooth transitions here because there's no way to do it there's no, no way to do it no um, so let's just get into the final fight yes so this final fight amazing first of all Molly that Molly character <laughs> oh that Lucian character yeah. Oh, I, okay. I love the eye stocks. I love me a beholder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this sort of iteration of a beholder oh, was really freaking cool. It was so fascinating. Yeah, and scary. Terrifying. <laughs> um. Also, somehow the mini gave me vibes of the brother in Stranger Things. Okay. The stepbrother. Yeah, yeah, I get that. There was a lot of these vibes of like the really hot, really creepy thing. Uh huh. Um. And in the end, it kind of had similar ends. Spoilers for Stranger Things. Yeah. Again. <laughs> similar where we were able to well, turn it back. I also, I also, as it's one of those things where there was a little, there was a little bit in my head that was as big and as large and as like in the moment for our group mm -hmm. terrifying that battle was. There also was a little bit in my head going, that didn't seem as big as I was anticipating. Okay. But then it all made sense when, again, in the Q&A, when Mercer was like, well, they actually got to him early. Yeah. If they were even a couple hours late or there would have been more work stone, to do. Yeah. This would have been a much larger thing in the skies over Exandria as it successfully plane shifted. Yeah. And I went, that makes all the more sense If now. you think about it, that's sort of what happened with Vox Machina. Yeah. They, they, the weight... They are not that Vox Machina fucked up. It no, is what it is. No. But the fight came to them. Exactly. Whereas the Mighty Nine, being the Mighty Nine, in the they're like, we're going to we're going to go to this place before the fight comes to Alexandria. And got that lucky long rest. Yeah, the they did. Holy crap, they did. Um, yeah. But so that in itself, you know, you're in this creepy ass fucked up world. Yeah. You're going through this fight. And the fight is a, there's a battle, there's a battle, is I, my love for Jester is well known. Oh, yes. Around the land. Yes. And her getting the killing blow. Yes. Getting the how do you want to do with this. Uh-huh. Um, 
It's like, that's right, bitches. A cleric doesn't have to just heal. Exactly. A cleric can get the how do you want to do this. A cleric can, you know, almost never heal. Yeah. Basically not ever heal ever. Because why? Because why? Um, because well, listen, if you're stupid enough to get that far done in hit points, yeah, you know. She is the typical one that's like, you're fine. Walk it off. Yeah. She's that cleric. Put some dirt in it. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. This cleric has seen some more shit. <laughs> you're going to be okay. Uh, <laughs> whereas Caduceus is like the, like the, um, personification of the wild mother himself. Yes, like 100%. I embrace you in love and Listen, healing. I'm just going to stay over here and make sure that you're alive and you're alive and you're alive. And everybody be cool. Everyone gets some buffs. Everyone feel good. If yeah. I'm doing damage, you people are, you shit's this going is bad. down. Yeah. I'm things are doing, doing real damage. bad. <laughs> But the fight was insane. Yes. I I don't think we can go blow by blow. There's just too much to go over. Yeah. But it was a lot and it was beautiful. The one thing I'll say is Yeah. And this is I don't I wouldn't say a, a, a spoiler for the Battle Royale, but the continually the one successful use of Marine Lair. Oh my god. It's never been useful before. I I will say that that was clutch. Well, that made me cry. And there was a fan art, and I wish I knew who did it so I could give credit. But I will see if I can find it. Um, someone did this beautiful fan art of Ford's marine layer that was used to protect the two clerics. I'm going to cry. <laughs> and it's like, basically, it was like him protecting the two clerics who yeah. were both down to really shitty levels oh, of hit points. Bad. To protect them from the bad guy. It's sort of like enveloping in this wild mother found thing mm-hmm. that he had. Yeah. And like learning from Caduceus and being like, I can also protect and help. In my own way. Yeah. Yeah. That was beautiful. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, God, my heart. And especially because it is it is no unknown thing. It is well known that Brother Matt is a full Ford is his dude. Oh, I, he's he's a Stan. He's, he's, a, a, he's a Travis Willingham Stan. Yes. But Captain Tustu. <laughs> Captain Tustu. He like, I don't think even Bo holds a candle no. to how no. faithful he is. 100%. To his captain. 100%. Um, <laughs> there is no else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would not be surprised if we found uh, Brother Matt with a Captain Tustu's tattoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Full on Captain Tustu for life. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, it was just a lot. Everybody did what they came here to do. They did things. It was really tiring. Egg dick. Egg, Egg dick. dick showed up again. Egg dick. Because why not? Um, and then you had that entire moment after it was finished. Oh. So I will say this from my part, from my perspective. Yeah. There, it's, so here's one of the things that I love about D&D. Mm-hmm. If, if someone had just made a movie on this, in the end, they would have gotten Molly back. Because right. it's a movie and that's how you write it. Yeah. But because it's Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. You can't guarantee that. Yep. And so it was this. It was. I mean, I had like verbal and physical reactions to that failure. Yeah. To to that resurrection failure. Yeah. And which you don't normally get. And I, and I had, and I think like everyone else sort of 
sealed that. And you could see even Mercer. Well, and he talks about it in yeah. the time. He's like, everyone was like, well, he did what he could. He helped them. And even they were like, well, he helped us take Lucian down. Yeah. This is a fitting end. But I'm saying you could see in his eyes in that moment, just Mercer looking for any other options to give this back to their players. And yeah. it's like, there wasn't any. Until... <laughs> Until the Dark Lord himself, <laughs> the Pyramid King. Again, uh, the ancient is the Elder God he made a pact with. Yeah. Yeah. He, I like, to, to quote from Breaking Bad, like, he is the danger. Yes. <laughs> My favorite is he was like, I'm going to take a picture of this because I, I think this worked. Yeah. But I just need confirmation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the response. Put it back. Just put it back. Just put it back. Whatever. This is important to them. Just put it back. <laughs> it is the most. Well, we get Molly back in this simple. resurrection. Yeah, and we don't get Molly, which we, is even better. It is somehow even better. Um, and again, hearing Tal talk about it in the post thing and how he built Molly, it yeah. makes even more sense about that's. Yeah. How we quote unquote get Molly back is. Because Molly was 100% a product of the circumstances that arrived when he woke up. Yeah. So this new person is 100% the product of the circumstances from when he woke up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to take a minute to talk about just the way these guys play the game. Mm -hmm. I think they do a really good job of... Of one... They're, they truly just want to play this game. And, and they are performers and they're great at it. Um, but they do a great job of modeling how to be kind to each other at the table. Yes. Because even when they're salty and yeah. you see it <laughs> and you see Liam getting rules lawyery oh, or yeah. you see Laura getting real mad about something. Uh -huh. Even when they do that, like they've learned to move through it and be like, okay, well, that sucked. Yeah. That sucks and it sucks and it's sucky. But I, I don't need to stop the entire campaign for this. Exactly. I don't need to stop the entire gameplay. Because the moment will pass. Yeah. And I'll be to something else. And, and the reason I bring this up is because it, it, there's, I love these lovely moments that you get to see them be there for each other. There was a, I'm going to cry again. <laughs> uh, there's a moment, I'm trying to remember where it is. But there's a moment where you see Taliesin like really losing his shit a little bit. And like, mm -hmm. and he says, I think I'm going to have a panic attack. Yeah. And you see Travis doesn't even think twice. He's like, Sam, do the like. And, yeah. and Sam's like, oh, this fight spots you, bud. Let me just distract for a while. And, the fact and just remember. And they remember that they're all people and they're here and they love each other. And they're. And it's the fact that, you know, the product of the current day and age you know, a year and a half ago, you know, when that moment had happened, you'd be able to see someone physically reach out. Yeah. Because they're all physically close people. Yeah. You know, they're all, they're all, they're all touchy feely, huggy people. Yeah. Um, you'd be able to see someone reach out, but the fact that they're able to still do that level of connection while having to sit so far away from each other, yeah. you know, in the circle. Um, and, and so beautifully and, I say effortlessly, but it's not effort because to they, have relationships like that, you have to put in the effort. But you, do, you do work, but you do the work all the time yes. so that it starts to be instinct. Exactly. It's, it's yeah, yeah. It it's, is amazing. Happy. It's like, it is, it's seriously like, 
family goal, like friendship family goal. Yeah, I agree. I use family in the in the broader <laughs> sense. Friendly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's one of my favorite. Um, I'm trying to find. Uh, it won't happen. Um, but yeah, just and and again, the the beauty in how Talison played that moment. Yeah. Oh, okay. So what were the things that he called everybody? Well, I know Jester was joy. Joy, and then Yasha was love, and then um, Gosh, I don't Ford remember. was C. Yeah. And then... But they all were the tarot cards. Yeah. Uh, I want to say Veth was secrets. Um, Hold up. I'm going to see if I can... One of them was find. secrets. I'm going to see if I can find it again. Um, And I'm going to just keep talking anyway. No, keep doing. But, uh... Just this idea of... I think Kayla was magic. It was something like that. Oh. um, Like a magician, maybe. Magician, yeah. Which makes sense, because that is a tarot I, card. Also, also, speaking of that, and this is before he came back, this is before the failed role, but there was the moment, I think the moment that, like, got to me, it was the moment that Caleb... Broke his transmuter stone to cast Ray's dead. Yeah. It reminds me, and again, I don't think it's to the level because it was it, I, there there obviously wasn't this this cathartic emotional attachment to it, but it rises to me to the level of in the first in the campaign one finale when Sam had to use his ninth level spell. Yeah, his that, that he, he was, was saving, saving for a wish. For, for Vax as much as Liam. But yeah. I think Liam used Caleb breaking that transmuter stone for that, I think was kind of. Yeah, I do remember that. As a moment. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. So I found oh. the pearl stats I was looking at. Oh, and I got it. So Yasha was love. Caleb was magician. Beth, tinkerer. Tinker. Okay. Um, Gesture is joy, Ford is sea, and Bo is rumor. That's the rumor. That's rumor. the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what beautiful. Oh, I'm gonna cry again. I gotta stop doing that. Um, <laughs> it's it's a lot. It was so much to take in. Um, I I, I can't even. My also part that got to me there at the end was, and again, it's Caleb, but um, was letting Frumpkin go. I almost oh, thought Frumpkin yes. wasn't going to leave. I, yeah. I expected Frumpkin to come back. So that gave me the same feeling that you see, and this is going to break my heart just thinking of it. Uh, before I understood things, yeah, um, you would see on the news like, oh, these horses were found after a hurricane yeah. or these things. And I'm like, why would people let their animals out? Why don't you keep them safe? It's like, yeah. you can't. No, you they can keep themselves safer they, than you can sometimes. Yes. yes, and especially if you're if you've got to go and they're you're being forced to evacuate. Yeah, they're, who's going to take you in with seven horses? Well, and it's also this idea of you know you, you sticking with the horses theme. Yeah, you, know, you can have the nicest stables for them and, and keep them safe. Right. but if you have to leave and that hurricane comes, you know. They're going to know when that building's not safe anymore. Yeah. But if they're trapped in that building and they they're can't screwed. leave, they they can know where they need to go 
Yeah. And it could be miles away in order to stay safe from that storm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and it does. It hits that same note for me. And it's it's very sweet and very hard. And then, freaking to add to the madness <laughs> in the narrative telephone that Danny Carly. I know. That broke my heart. She's like, let me just dig this further. Let me, let just, me just rub salt in this wound yeah. here for you. Um, so we haven't even gone to the last episode we, yet. I know. We just okay. deal. Okay. So, holy cow, here we go. They yeah. brought him back, but through the Elder God, <laughs> divine intervention of the yeah. Elder God, Taliesin Jaffe exactly. himself. <laughs> and then we get to the seven-hour finale. And then we get to Trent Fuckathon. Oh, okay. So we're all back at the Glooming Grove. Everything's fa- safe. Everything's happy. We just fought, you know, fought the last bad guy. In our head, as fans, we're thinking maybe Trent Ickathon is going to have to be a later one shot that we deal with him. Yeah, we were all kind of chatting this one out. Be like, well, what are we going to do? What's going to happen? And then he literally <laughs> comes knocking on the door. This trash bag of a person. And we have the most insane wizard fights. Yeah. Um, wizard fight, but also let's talk about some of the key things here. Yeah. The arcane gate. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, again, Travis Willingham, we stand yeah. a, a tactical oh my genius. Everybody get the fuck out through this gate. Yep, let's we'll go. the other shit later. Yeah. That, and then, I don't know what to call it, but the monk-fan rogue combo. Yes! Uh, Well, it's also, you know, here's the thing, and and this is something that I am still learning how to do in in fights. And it's something that I think Bo and Veth did in this fight really well of if... Doing an action that will take multiple rounds. Uh, pancakes. Yeah. We call, so in our campaign. We call it pancakes. Because you got to stack things. And yeah. you got to stack things. You got to plan for it. And you got to hold your cool. Yeah. You got to be able to say, that's okay. I'm going to do this. It's going to take a little while. It's going to take a little while in the middle of this battle while other people are actively dealing with the situation. Yeah. We got to pancakes this shit. Taking the time to get the collar, to get the to get over to Beth, to get the glue in the collar, yeah. and then to make that move. What fuck? Yeah. 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 That was so much fun to watch. I mean, but really, this fight was Caleb's to lose. It was. And and getting um getting uh the crew on their side. Yeah. Getting whose name I just lost. What's her Astrid. name? Astrid. On their side, and 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 these Ew. people he he grew up with, I can't even. I love Caduceus getting pissed. Yeah, and it's like don't don't, don't fuck with my family. Don't fucking piss! If you're pissing off Caduceus, you're real shitty. Like yeah. if you get to the level that you're pissing off, yeah, Caduceus, you fucked up. Yeah, um, and I love. You know, the beauty of Caleb getting to the point where he's like, no, a year ago, I would have I would have murdered you real bad. And now I know shit's there can be shit worse for you. Yeah. Yeah. 
the counterspell, counterspell, counterspell. Oh, gosh. Just parry. Yeah. Just magic parries. Yeah. Magic parries all day long. I wanted, and I didn't calculate this, I'm sure, Kurt Earl's stats, but just the amount of spells, and I don't want to say wasted, because obviously a counterspell is not a waste of a spell slot yeah. in any way, shape, or form. But the just the number of spell slots using counterspell in that it, it, a, a lot, a lot. A lot. Um, I'm looking through. I, I'm not seeing it yet, but I'm sure it's in here. Um, yeah, there's just a ton. Especially considering Caleb had already used some of his top spell slots to for teleport that day already. Yeah, he was already going into that battle not full. The but the amount of like no spells. Um, no, um, this dispel magic used yeah. on magical items. Yep. Uh, yeah. Hi, magic. High. The boy, could they have used one of those stock, <gasps> I stock anti-magic <laughs> yeah. things right now? Yes. Um, but yeah, it's, um, I don't even know where to start. The other, the other part that like was the, oh fuck, was... So after they get trenched to the ground and Caleb walks up and Veth is like silent illusion of his parents in, yeah. with the fire behind him Ooh. walking up next to him. I was like, oh God, I I know Trent has no soul, but that's got to get to him at some level. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, uh, then the, the conversations had, you know, they locked him up mm-hmm. because they didn't kill Trent. No. Which I would have killed Trent. But <laughs> the idea of making this person conversation with Bo. Yeah. And Kat, knowing what Bo's went through yeah. with her own world. Journey through uh, the Cobalt Through soul. being mistreated yeah. in the way she was to say, make him stand trial for mm-hmm. the shit he did. If you kill him here, then he learns nothing. Well, it's not Or just, not even that, it's, but. It's, 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 it's more than, I think... As cathartic as for many people would have been to take care of Trent Ikathon there. Yeah. The problem, if you do that, then who's to say there's not going to be another Trent Ikathon because the institution that created a Trent Ikathon right. isn't damaged in any way. Yeah. So yeah. exposing him and having that trial. Make all of this come to light. Makes, like, works on breaking down the structure that built Trent Ikathon. Yeah. Which I think, so is a huge thing when Caleb passes on that job. So I found the line and I say, um, the, I think it's Bo who says it, do not make him the hero of your story. Exactly. Like, don't make this out. Like, it's not about, like, fuck him. Yeah. Like, don't give him this much standing. Exactly. Uh, a lot coming from her, from Bo. Yeah. Who's been through what she's been through. Um, it, I'm oh, trying to find it. And we it. also have to talk about empathize. Oh my god. The angry, angry, angry Claire. Again, don't piss off. Don't piss off Caduceus. If you've if you've made Caduceus angry, you need to rethink your entire life. I love Like there's he's... people in our lives that will remain nameless, but yeah. I feel like you know who I'm thinking of. Close to the family yeah. part yeah, of the yeah, campaign yeah. where yeah. if I pissed off this person, yeah. if she is upset, yeah, no. I've fucked up. Yeah. That's bad. I have fucked up real bad. Bad, bad, bad. Um, but it's, I also love, because it's like, I will use every spell slot that I have every single day to try to get, and at one point, yeah. it was like, 
It's not. It's. It doesn't. It's he not he work. he doesn't have it. He is a psychopath. He's yeah, literally. A yeah, cannot empathize. Yeah. Um. And but Kingsley. Yeah. So now that's all done. Our friend who's freaking out and just napping and <laughs> like a little baby. Yeah. Like a little baby human. Um. <laughs> just fold. Came out of the Matrix pod. Yep. Um. Uh, what. What what happened here? Imagine, yeah. put yourself, you are brand new to the world. This is the group that you're introduced you to. You go take a nap, you come back, there's a guy in a in a, in a neck thing. With cans glued together with tiny dick outlines. Yeah. Blue. And, uh, and uh, the house is on fire. Yeah. Um, this is where I her. run. Yeah. This is where I run. Um, but I love that. <laughs> I love that we used to do this together all the time. You were part of this. Welcome. <laughs> You're also a weird, shitty person. Um, it, it's, yeah, it's a lot. Kingsley, what an interesting take on the change of all these people and just a completely different person altogether. Yeah. Someone who's just in need of his own freedom, his own yeah. life. He likes these people. They seem great, yeah. but he doesn't have the attachment that they once he doesn't. And I, I, I like, I, I really love that he does seem to, he does embrace the life in, in the same fashion that Molly did. Obviously it's different vices that get to him, but he's yeah. still doing his, he, he enjoys everything that comes at him in the exact same fashion. Also like what it. a great person to become a pirate. Oh, perfect. Literally no past, yeah. no present, uh-huh. just now. Just now. Here's what we're doing. The pirate life for me. Yeah. It's great. Um, uh, we didn't even get to Marion <laughs> and the gentleman. gentleman. I love... So this sort of came out more in the post... Mm-hmm. The post episode wrap up. Yeah. And fucking Mercer. I know. He leads us into it, and it's like, well, you know, they make a sh- go at it, but the gentleman is so tied to these dark places. Yeah. It's very dangerous for Marion, and she's got to go back, yeah. and she's got to be safe. So they part ways, yeah. and then we're like, fuck, I guess that makes... Much like when Molly died, yeah. and we thought it was there. It was like... That like, uh, makes sense, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's so true. Realistic. Yeah, it's not... Yeah, but he goes, and then <laughs> the gentleman... You know, finds a way to fake his own death, changes his face, shows up at the lavish chateau one day, and they live happily fucking ever after. Amazing. We have, like, we have all these great relationship endings in this one that I don't think I was anticipating. Yeah. Even... By the way, we're 45 minutes in. It's all good. (laughs) Um, You know, because obviously... Ford and Jester is adorable on a level that I can't even. Well, I love put it because they're young and full of adventure. So yeah. of course they're going out. They're on the ship. I know. They're that old couple that eventually is going to retire on a sailboat. Yeah. And then just go around the world doing uh, whatever they I want. I just love it so much with them. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, again, you can't undercut the level of that adorableness is just because it's Travis and Laura. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which is pretty like, great. That I think, that, while they would be adorable no matter who played them, 
To yeah. me, that's like part of it. Well, coaxing Travis out of his shell to be willing to play a romantic so lead cute. is pretty great. Um, um, but Yasha I, and Bo. Okay, the other part that made me cry was I have all these flowers. I know. He's like, yeah, oh God, okay, okay, I'm done. <laughs> um, this need to go back and to, to, to redeem herself in yeah. the eyes of Zuala and her mm-hmm. tribe and to just apologize and say... Well, I, I saw it as, as much as an apologize to Zuala, but it was also going to Zuala going, look at how I've continued. Yeah, look at I've how, done better now. It's like, look, like, I didn't die with you. And uh, so I'll say, uh, I have people in my life who've dealt with yeah. someone passing and it gets really hard sometimes to to move through that and you get stuck in it. And yeah. then you, you have to remember or remind them that these people would not want this for you. Exactly. Like, yeah. They want you to be happy and go find yeah, something else. They would be so upset to know that you are dead with them. Yeah. You're like... So that I love that part of of bringing Bo back. Going, look, please meet each other. Yeah, you two would have loved each and other. The weird, awkward thank you from from Bo to Zuala. Oh my god, it's beautiful. Oh, it was just. And I also before that, the as as the tribe came to visit Yasha, and the fucking Stormlord's like, "Don't touch this bitch." <laughs> well, not only that, but Bo being like. Oh, we're fighting? I got yeah, your back, boo. Exactly. Oh, fuck. Oh, they're going to kill us? All right, we're going down together. Exactly. <laughs> but also, don't fuck with Bo. Don't fuck with Bo. If you'll learn anything <laughs> later on, don't, 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 fuck don't, don't fuck with the monk. Um, Again, the one who has no magic powers anywhere. Yeah. Don't fuck with her. Yeah. Um, Holy moly. And I like the idea that at some point, Yasha's like, I'm fucking tired. Yeah. I'm out. I'm done. I'm going to take a I break. want to go bake. Yeah. I uh-huh. heard there was a, a bakery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can Dory, I? Maybe I'll open an expansion. Yeah. Let me do Let me see what I can do about this bakery situation. Um, And then... And then probably one of the better, the best couples ever to come out of any D&D campaigns ever, Caleb and Essex. That's what I was going to say. I was like, Caleb and Essex is like, I think, I think that's one of, I think that is my favorite. It's, it's the, there's like this weird sense of knowing it's, it's very, uh, what's her name? It Lord of the Rings, Aragon and, uh, what's her name? Where it's oh. like, I know that he's going to die. Oh, Arwen. And I know that he's human. Yeah, Arwen, yeah. But I don't care. Well, so there's another part of it. And, and I know the reason I like Essek and uh, Caleb so much is because, especially with on Essek's side, there's so many... You can you can see into that relationship yeah. what you want to see into the relationship and what you need to see into the relationship. Fair. So... I got my part that I took from from Essek was as much of that like Aragorn right. and Eowyn situation. It was more if Caleb wasn't there, mm-hmm. Essek had no need for anyone. Right. I like the 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 like demisexual side of Essek. Yeah. That I saw. Was was I absolutely loved? It's like it's not that I need to have someone. It's yeah. that I need to have this man. It's that I need to have Caleb. Yeah, 
it's like if Caleb hadn't come, I would have been perfectly fine with no and one. I would have dealt with shit myself. Yeah. But then this Caleb came along. I do love that. Sentiment. And then, then there was now a Caleb, and and we had to work and we had to work through our shit. And part of the love for each other was that gaining of knowledge. And yeah. That was so intrinsically. Well, and that feeling, related. too, of, like, loving each other, knowing their past. Exactly. This past that both of them were so ashamed of. Yeah. Se- separately for separate reasons. Exactly. But being able to put it all out there, knowing that there's no secrets between you. Yeah. And still loving this person. Yeah. Beautiful. And both, oh, my God. And both getting over their own shit enough. Yeah. In order to have that relationship with It's a beautiful else. end. Because I, both of them... I'm sure we're harder on themselves for their own shit. We're able to forgive the other person yeah. for their own backgrounds. Yeah. Way long, way earlier than they were able to forgive their own selves uh-huh. for their backgrounds. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna leave out our 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 friend and and fellow and fellow sneaky person. No. Veth. Uh of course. She goes home. She uh-huh. goes to her kids. Yeah. I have this 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 feeling that we're gonna see a little Luke Bernardo later I on somewhere. I want a Luke Bernardo. I want someone to play Luke later. Yeah. Well, that's uh, a whole other thing. Theirs is the most. I think they're. If you ignore what mom does for a living. Yeah. Um. I think theirs is one of the most relatable contemporary relationships yeah. that existed in there. Yeah. Yeah. And this idea. I like to think that this was Sam's way of digesting. Hey, mom has to leave for a long time yeah. sometimes, uh-huh. and dad's got to take care of the kids, exactly. and that's just life. And that's we love it. each other, we support each other, mm-hmm. and that's how we do it. Yeah. And him trying to express that type of love exactly to the world and say this is this is a thing. Basically, going, hey, look how fucking badass my wife is. Basically, because <laughs> she is out of game. She is. She's um, fucking amazing. Yeah. Um. So th- I love that just because it's the most relatable. Yeah, yeah. But again, The End of the Mighty Nine, beautiful story, just like Vox Machina was, and so different. So different. All at the same time. Uh, so I was telling Jesse this, because now we get to EXU's coming. I know. And eventually a campaign three. Yeah. One of the things I'm most excited for is, um, so when we play with friends, yeah. as different as the characters we play in each campaign is, there's always a grain of, of your friend in there. You yes. know, like your Sam, your Topsy all yeah. have a grain of Nixie in there. Yeah. So you see it. You're like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. That's why this person's doing this. With these people, as much as we love and watch, we don't actually know them. No. So every character feels so amazingly different from the others and it's learning that little bit more about them about well or just being like you cannot predict it because you are not friends with these people exactly. you have no idea what they're going to come to you with hours that we spend with them each yeah. week you know that's still the character they're putting exactly on. and 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 that's the thing is with your friends even when they do something surprising you're you start to go oh i get it i yeah, see yeah, it because yeah. you're my friend and exactly. i see where this came from i see that one um and uh, I like to think all my characters are vastly different, but at the end of the day, they're <laughs> yeah. all facets of me. I I say the same thing, and I was like, yeah, no, no, no. they're pretty, yeah. But that's the thing, right? Because we know each other, yeah. and so it's easy to see that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with these guys, 
we don't know them. And they're also performers. So every character is this brand new, completely different, robust thing. You're just like, what the fuck even? So I can't wait. I'm also really excited, and we've discussed this a little bit off the pod, too, for for EXU because this is such a sh- relatively yeah. short campaign yeah. of a couple months, you know, that is the time where I see people doing these more, I would say experimental characters yeah. or these characters who they might find them really interesting, but they're not. They're worried about them. a two year run. They're going to get bored doing. I mean, listen, they're always going to find something interesting about a character, yeah. but you know, I yeah. could not play a martial class. I tried once. Yeah. I'm kind of glad he died because I would have gotten really bored playing a right. martial class right. about magic. But if I'm doing a short six, eight episode campaign, yeah. or session campaign, we don't have episodes, but yeah. you know, that's where I would actually, maybe I am a barbarian for something like that yeah. because I don't have to. I don't, I'm not going to be There's, the character. The amount of commitment is different. Exactly. Um, I. So I'm super excited uh, to see what people play. I'm very excited to see a new DM. Yes. Take this on. Specific, and I'm going to get her name wrong. Abria or Abria? Abria. 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 I'm going to say it wrong every time first. I know it. <laughs> and I am so it's, sorry. I know. Um, but. I don't I don't know a lot of her old stuff. I haven't watched through it all. But just watching her approach to that narrative telephone. I cannot wait. I am so excited. Well, and there's also and this okay. Mm-hmm. There is something, and I, I feel you'll you'll also agree with this, where listen, if Matt Mercer has given the green light yeah. for someone to take to to not only DM in his world but be his DM in this while world, he's in it. Yeah. Then I'm fine with whoever it is. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie; it's really nice to see a woman of color yes. leading oh, the game. Hundred percent. Uh, also, the woman and also a woman of color. Yeah. Something really exciting to watch that be the DM for once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But I'm also, I really like the idea of them introducing people who are new to the game. Yeah. That's um, something that we've mentioned before. It's like, I want to see, I, I would love to see new faces and new voices and just new players on Critical Role. But yeah. I don't want to touch my group because I love them. Yeah. So this, this is, is a great idea. way. This is a great way to bring people in. Uh, I love the idea of maybe having multiple campaigns later down the line. Who knows yes. what Critical Role has planned? I was thinking on my drive over, and I meant to text this to the group, but I'll just share it here first. I would love to see some sort of, like, Teen Titans vibe okay. uh, campaign with younger players, yeah. much younger players. Um, and we bring in the, you know, the Vex and Vax kids. We yeah. bring in the Luke Bernados. Oh, we bring gosh, in whatever yes. these things are. I Said, that would be very cool. I've said before, and, and it's kind of what I was hoping for that big announcement we have plans. I would love to see a second campaign. Yeah. You know, one that airs Monday nights or Tuesday nights or something. Yeah. But like, I would love to have a second campaign. Yeah. Because then I get all my new voices. Yeah. I get all these new people, these new players to love, these new characters to love. But then I still have my comfort yeah. food, for lack of yeah. just say it. Like, the people that I know. Exactly. That I, yeah. Yeah. You're re- yeah. Um, hell, if they started running reruns, I wouldn't be mad. Oh, yeah, 100%. Just keep running things Just all day. Just give me content from um, this group specifically. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not that they don't love other groups, but... Well, they've done a really good... Um, 
they've done a really good job of branding what they do and who they are. Yeah. Um, so. And I think also, you know, I have tried to, and this is absolutely no shade on other groups that play DC yeah. online. You know, I know for a fact Code of Cruel is not the only one. I, I know there's all the other ones to watch. Oh, yeah. The This group, I think, is just closer to my personality and sense of humor. Okay. When I when they play. Yeah. That is the most natural for me to watch. I like it. I'm into it. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched others just because I don't have enough time no, in the day. Yeah. But there <laughs> is another that I've got my eye on. Um. And uh, I think I was just showing it to Nixie. It's Dimension 20, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, Mercer does play a character in one of their she campaigns. And they Mercer do something play. very different um, where not all of them are high fantasy and we know Grace and not everything I love is high fantasy. Yeah. So I'm going to give them a shot. But I think I, I don't know this to be true, but I think it matters that this crew happens to be performers first. I think that's they play critical role for fun. And that's where it started. It was just like a fun game amongst a group of performers. And I'm not going to lie that I think that might be part of what, because if I'm going to watch three or four hours of someone playing D and D, if I'm not playing it, it has to be entertaining first. Yeah, and and not that other people's games can't be entertaining, no. but these people are ge- literally they're entertainers first. There is a there's a huge difference between a a group can be hundred percent entertaining, but not necessarily entertaining for everyone to watch as a third party watching. The yeah, game. yeah, yeah, yeah. Our our D and D campaign for a third party Probably watching not fun. campaign. Would not enjoy it. No. Us playing it, greatest goddamn time yeah. in the entire world. I don't know. Donnie's pretty great. I mean, but, I mean. Sam's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but yeah, and, and I think it's important to remember, I think that's one of the things that the haters, yeah. lack of a better word, were trying to call out. Like, oh, everybody wants their game to be like Critical World Tech. Well, no. And the thing is, those of us watching do need to remember, like, guys, they're performers they're and they're performers. voice actors. 100%. And, like, your game doesn't have to be that game. No. Uh, if your game is entertaining for you, that's the only thing that matters. Yeah. And, but it, yes, it does change what they're doing and it makes them that fucking cool. There's yeah. a reason why they're that cool. But it's also the reason why. And they also give a shit about the game a lot. Yes. Which but matters it's, it's, too. I think it's why not every. Not every D&D campaign can or should be shared with the world. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Because I think there is a magic. I mean, share whatever you want. Oh, no, 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 but, no. Yeah, but there is a magic of... But that doesn't mean we have ours. to... Yeah, everybody has to watch them. Yeah. Um, now it's a good tangent. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we uh, are at the one hour mark. Okay, I'm super excited for EXU. We're having lots of guesses about what people are going to be playing, which when this comes on a Tuesday, we'll find out very Okay, shortly. mark my words. Ashley Johnson's character is an artificer. Yes. That's what I've decided. I am... My guess is that Liam is playing a Marshall character. Okay. Because I don't see... I think he's someone like me who would not be as... Well, I say because he didn't have any magic in the first campaign, but... 
I see him being a magic user in the third campaign, so I see him not using magic in the second, in this shorter one. Um, and I'm really hoping someone's a sorcerer. Um, I would love to see a sorcerer. Uh, for yeah. my own selfish reasons. Well, that's why I want to see an artificer. Yeah, fair. Uh, but it's we'll see. Not Tarion, uh, you know, no shade towards Tarion. I mean, a little shade towards Tarion. Always. Shade. Well, per- there was purposely built shade towards Tarion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but who knows what our new players will bring? I'm excited to see what they do. I'm really, really excited. Yeah. Um. Now the other thing, I don't even know. I think that's all we can do for the EXU. Yeah. And I think it is time. Uh, spoilers okay. ahead. If you have not seen Mighty Nine vs. Vox Machina, please just end the podcast now. Come yeah. back next week. If you haven't seen the Battle Royale, uh, we'll see you next week. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. You know where to find us. However. If you have if and you want have. to chat. Oh, my God. Uh, props to Brother Matt. Yeah. He... Chose the Mighty Nine. He did. And he stood by it. And I, I wavered and I said, I want to go for the Mighty Nine. But Vox Machina is OP. They got I all know. those magic items. I, I thought the same thing. I think it, I thought it was going to be Vox Machina. I just didn't. I wanted it to be the Mighty Nine. I just didn't know how it would do it. And what we did learn, we did learn these great tactical things about each of the games. I feel like I found this whole new understanding of the game. Yeah. Uh, because I got out of there and I was like, oh, I understand what my character does now. Yeah. <laughs> but so Vox Machina is a beat. They hit hard. They go hard. You yeah. got all these items. But Mighty Nine controls that board. Yeah, they do. They run that board. Like, you're in my house, no matter what house it is. Yeah. I like, think, no matter where they are, they have home field advantage. And I think there was a few clutch decisions that dramatically swayed. I mean, that battle went back and forth a lot of times. One, um... Ashley Johnson going easy. Was, yeah, that was, I love my pike. And I think it also fits because even if it was Battle Royale and you're supposed to be going at, pike pike wouldn't. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you got to go hard right from the top. Yeah. And and Ashley just couldn't do it. She was having so much trouble hurting her friends. I don't know that how much fun she was having with it. Yeah, I think she was like, but there's a, there's a, wait, I, but, Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was a huge shift. And again, Mighty Nine is real smart. Fucking take out the giant magic user. Yeah. Take out Scanlan. Yeah. Holy moly. And I will share uh, um, husband Jesse's reaction was anger because he's like, Scanlan is my favorite character in all of the campaigns. I know. I'm mad. And he went out. And they, so they, they screwed it up. And he, and so he's pretty upset. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's he's upset the way people were upset at Ashley Birch when Molly died. I know. And so he's like, nah. But uh, it was still... But it was tactically smart. Really smart choice. It was smart watching them, uh, watching Jester dispel Vax's oh boots. That was the salt. Huge touching. It was really fun watching Laura and Liam get salty <laughs> of all the people in the crew. You really saw why they call each other the twins. Yeah, they can get salty at each other in a way that few like we could get that level yeah. of salty at each other without actually getting angry. Exactly. Yeah, just the salt level was was 
was man I'm parched. And I, you know what? I think I think also Liam and Marisha can do that because I think they got yeah. to the end. They were having they were they were it was going. And then that. okay, um, one other thing because at some point it does kind of sort of fall apart. Once Scanlan's dead yeah. and Pike's dead, it's sort of just like well, no, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Um, but watching Percy and Bo go back and forth with like, I'm going to catch these shots. I'm going to catch these shots. Bo is gunslinger proof. Yeah. So in my head, there's, there's a place in my head where it's really dark, but you can see where there's friends, but it's that slightly uncomfortable friendship where Percy is a sadist. Yeah. And, and, and cause we know that he, yeah, is, he is and we know that Bo's a little bit of a masochist. Yeah. You don't take that many hits if you're not no. all the time <laughs> and where they just play yeah. that he shoots his guns at her yeah, and she, and she catches, them. catches them and it's a little fucked up. But I could see that being yeah. a thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, we learned that the power of the snitch was real. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Percy without the snitch isn't Percy. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting to watch. I mean, he also, I wish all of his guns. I wish we watched this. I wish we got to see more of them. But that blood hunter at 15th level, that killing of the teleport of Scanlan's yeah. dimension door. I mean, that, that was game. That was, it was game. That was the end of Scanlan. I mean, Tyrannosaurus did some great things. <laughs> I loved Protect. Oh my gosh. That was that amazing. Protect and the T Rex brought Pike over and then, and then dropped just, him and then turned around and sat there. And then that's it. And then we're done. Yeah. Um, it was it was fun. I would love to see the other end of it. Me too. Like, I'd love to... I just want to see Grog and Yasha. The, the, listen, the next battle is just going to be Grog versus Yasha, and then there's other people fighting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's other people fighting. It's just, I want to see Grog and Yasha, because no two people will get into it more. Yeah. No person... Then Ashley and... No Tra- person yeah. will get into that more than Travis. Well, yeah, because he will love when both of them rage. I know. He loves so much when Yasha rages. Which is why I think I, there needs to be some barbarian in campaign three. Yeah. Just to for him to hype. Yeah. Soul. Just so he can hype man another barbarian. I would. Love, um, I'm partial, but I would love a wild magic barbarian. I mean, they are cool. Because those are we're having a lot of fun with one in our campaign. Yeah. It is. It is something. I. I don't know. I could watch any of them play anything. Yeah, honestly, I really, would. I really do think it would be nice to see Liam play someone that's not another sad emo character. But you know, Listen, it is if, what it is. He's not going to play a sad emo character. My heart needs someone else to play a sad emo. Character. All right. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I, I like having fun. I do. I know, but I. I have fun with watching this. Fair. There's, yeah. I don't know if it's the theater kid part of my soul. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I need the overly dramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like emo theater kid. That's fair. Yeah. Um. And Liam plays those for me so well. All in all, whatever they do, it's going to be entertaining it's and fun. It's going to be so much fun. But I'm, I'm excited. Really excited to watch campaign from the start. Yeah, I'm excited to watch. Yeah, I'm excited to see what the EXU brings. Yeah. I'm excited to see these fresh faces. Yeah. And then who knows, later down the line, Campaign 3. Oh, great times. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with that 
with that battle royale. Also, can we talk about the art in that battle royale? Like, stunning. I want to live there. I want to live in that and art. I love everyone's like outfits in that. So that style of art is where my Avernus character lives. Yeah. Oh, I got that. Yeah. yeah. That is where Rosie was born and hangs out forever. She would live in that map. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she would, and she'd love that. She shit. would. She hundred percent. That would be fun. But yeah, I love also. That Battle Royale really was like just Jester's just own shit. Jester owned that field. Oh, yeah. I mean, she took what? One hit? Yeah. Maybe two hits? She was amazing. That duplicate move was something else. And that's again that we were saying about it taught you new things about your DD character. Yeah. That's what it, it taught me is like Sam's role is to be nowhere near shit. Yeah. She sends, she doesn't have a duplicate, she has Fred, but she sends other shit in there and she does not take hits that she is up when she needs to be. Yeah, yeah, because she's got the heels. Yeah. Uh, My character's job is to be the, uh, I like the way Matt put it, Um, because the way I was saying it, I was like, she's just chaos. So she's just there to- She's there to fuck up the other people's plans. Yeah, and he goes, yep, she's the X factor you can't plan for, which is pretty true. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So far, far, that's been what's happened where they're like, fuck, what do we do with this thing? (laughs) And she's like, I don't know, because I don't know where I'm going next either. And that I think that's part of the joy. It's just that's why I'm so terrible at chess, because it always just becomes like a nothing. Because I have no strategy. I'm just here to fuck yours. I enjoy enjoy playing. It's very cathartic to play chaos puppets. Yeah. Yeah. My my only job is to stop what you're doing at every pass. I think that's why I love, you know, Jester and Scanlan and like our our chaos Muppets of each crew. I cannot wait to see who is going to be the third campaign's chaos Muppet. It's going to happen. It's I would love I would love for Marisha to get a chance to like let her hair down and just be like, fuck, you guys deal with it. Yep. I'm done. Chaos Muppet. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> because she doesn't end up being even as Bo, she ends up being the responsible party. Yeah, she ends up being often. an adult. Um, but okay, I think we've done a lot. And scary, I don't think we had an hour in us. I thought we'd have maybe forty minutes. Oh, what's scary is that we could we could double the length. Yeah, of we could. I, I feel like we need to cut it, so we're gonna cut it. Yeah, but yeah, don't I, worry. We could continue talking. Imagine if we had any more of our friend group in this. <laughs> okay. We would be an entire day. Guys, thank you for letting us babble. And I hope that you enjoyed it. And if you have critical role thoughts or ideas, we would love to share them with you. And I want you to know, just picture in your head as we're recording this, there is a puppy who is sleeping in between the microphone and the computer. And I just want you to know that. Oh, they will know it. Because they will get... Because she's uh, adorable. Because they will get a picture. Um, guys, thank you for letting us <laughs> chat our faces off. Uh, we will see you next week with an actual episode. Yes. Um, of Atlanta... Of, oh, Stargate... It's, uh, it's SG-1. SG-1, it's that's right. Talon. 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 Talion. So, Talion. Talion, my wayward son. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my prediction when of the ep- prediction sam and dean winchester show up in this episode i mean i wouldn't could you imagine i mean they're shot in the same place could maybe they're imagine? just on the other side of this they forest they even filmed some at the same time could yeah. you imagine 
a supernatural Stargate crossover. That would be very I'm sure interesting. fanfic exists. It would be like they're hunting a thing and it turns out it's not actually a, like... Well, you know, the, the episode where, like, the, 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 um, the creatures, the, uh, ah, a couple seasons ago. Sure. And it was the, the, like, visual little insect Oh, yeah. Got loose. Yeah. Exactly, and they're I like, what? Even talked about they're like, what kind of monster is yeah. this? What the fuck do we do? The salt isn't working. Um, yes, I love it. Let's do it next week. Prediction crossover episode <laughs> uh, with Stargate SG One. Super not a Stargate or a supernatural episode. Um, episode. Until then, yeah. find us on Twitter at Terra Podcast. Find us on Facebook, There's No Place Like Terra. Email us at There's No Place Like Terra at gmail.com. Rate us like patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Terra. Rate us like reviews wherever you get your podcast. We love you. Bye. Is it Thursday yet? Yeah.